wrestling fans of all ages, shapes, sizes, genders, and everything in between. It is time to go to war and be the cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to the revolution. Buzz, buzz, guys. My name is Kate Murphy. What's going on, everybody? This is Will Tarashek, the founder of the Kings of the Rings podcast. What's going on, guys? It is I, the one and only Quiet Riot himself, Zach, your host of the Young Lions Perspective. What's up, guys? This is the Monday Night Delight. Greetings, one and all. This is your Prime Minister speaking, your favorite Canadian Mr. Fretz. Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Nate the Effing Great from the Game Changer Podcast. If you're looking for a network that keeps wrestling real, then you've come to the right place because you're listening to you are listening to you are listening to you are listening to then you are listening. Get ready for a war because you're listening to what is going on, everybody. This is King Ricky Rose, your general manager, and you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio. Now enjoy the show. Are you ready? Y'all know I got flowy tank tops, boyfriend tees, and of course, 
y'all trying to get your body right for next summer because most of y'all are still in quarantine. You good? I got the leggings there as well. Rest of the pretty on top. Butt cheeks, as well as the YLP logo on the right quad. You know what I'm saying? Looking good for y'all ladies out there, as well as the young cubs. Call the kids down around here. Uh, T-shirts for the kids and the toddlers. Uh, got it all set up very, very nicely. As well as accessories you can get. Die cut stickers. Die cast stickers. My arms. Tapestries. Organic tote bags. Uh, beach towels. YLP socks. Because who wouldn't want a fresh pair of YLP socks? Trust me, I got to get my gear uh, for sure. Because y'all know I'm going to be rubbing my brain. Lovely. Come this fall. I'll explain why in just a moment. As well as, of course, coffee mugs. Because the best part of waking up is having some coffee YLP mug. As well for the fall, I'm going to say, y'all getting y'all ready for the fall, of course, getting myself some hoodies, YLP hoodies, and of course the YLP pullovers that I call the Carltons. Because it looks like all bank sweaters. I don't know They look clean, though. Uh, I will say that my mom has got a shit ton. YLP merch for my sister, my two nieces, and my nephew, as well as uh, my sister's dude. Um, and trust me, I've seen what they look like when they come in the mail, and they look fan-fucking-tastic. We'll be getting some of my own merch very soon, um, but because I was on vacation, and sometimes uh, the way my checking and savings was looking, uh, I had to hold back a little bit on uh, doing that, and it's called I Got Ranked Shit. So, <laughs> it'd it be real out here, all right? But yeah, bank, you know, head over there to teespring.com slash D-YLP dash collection and get yourself some YLP merch. And of course, I'll discuss how you can possibly get 15% off at checkout later on in today's episode. But we need to get into this week's episode of last week. This week, we're talk about last week's episode of NXT and get you primed and ready for tomorrow night's episode of the black and gold standard. So let's get into this shit, y'all. Now, we know we talked about it last week. Excuse me. Um, AEW simply dominated the ratings last week. Um, somewhere in the range of about uh, somewhere between, I think, like 175 and 200,000 viewers uh, difference between um, episodes. Uh, for AEW and NXT, I think a- NXT pulled a 665, if I'm not mistaken. Um, we can check the numbers really quick just to ensure that we are on point because, you know, we want to make sure everything's on point, knowing our numbers. Um, let me see here. Actually, I was wrong. Um, it was actually 845 to uh, 845 to 615. So a difference of 230,000. Uh, NXT, unfortunately, went down 2.5% from their 631 number that they had last week and even two weeks ago. Um, they did lose, it was a little bit a little bit closer, 788 to 631,000, but unfortunately, uh, AEW is back in their fucking bag, and unfortunately, NXT had a tough week last week, but that does not mean... <laughs> NXT had a bad episode. That just means a lot more people were more interested in what AEW was about to do than what NXT was about to do in their bag last week. But let me just say, the most important thing we need to take away from this week's episode, and I actually have notes today. I wrote I wrote stuff down. Usually I'm on the fly. 
And I kind of learned my lesson on that. I'm not going to front. I think King of Ricky Rose would appreciate this a little bit. I know for a fact that most of us, when you listen to WrestleMania radio programming, we're a bit long-winded. Um, we try to get all our points out there as much as possible. But I'm going to try my best to tone it down just a little bit in terms of time. Um, I know most times that in, yeah, I, I do go long. And I have acknowledged that. And I'm trying my best to try to get it down as much as possible. So we'll see how it goes today. But enough of me rambling on. The most important thing we must take away from last week's episode is that NXT's build to TakeOver 30 has already begun. And they started the road to take over with what I felt was a fantastic show. Okay? So much so that we, we of course, in our Patreon group chat, again, which I'll discuss in the next, in the next segment of the show, um, we were speculating that William Regal was stepping down as uh, general manager of NXT. That's how much of a bait and switch NXT did. I want to see if I can actually find it on my Twitter. Um, Because this, I have to say, even for me, it's hard for me to, I mean, yes, every every one of us, every once in a while, is quite gullible. But I did not think for one second that I was going to get, we were going to get baited this fucking hard. This, This was such a good bait. And I have to say, I have to honestly say, man, I was quite impressed with the bait and switch that they we were got pulled on. They really, they really got us. <laughs> got us bad. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, okay. Serving as the general manager of WWE NXT has been an incredible honor. To see the men and women of this brand over the past couple of months has been inspiring and invigorating. Tonight's major announcement will be yet another step forward for WWE NXT. Now, I look, I think all of us um, that really got caught up in that tweet kind of felt some type of way about it. Because of that first line, serving as the general manager of NXT has been an incredible honor. That first thought is just simple. One would think that... Wait... Is Regal stepping down? That was my first thought. That was my first thought. And that was everybody else's thought in, in our group chat. Big time. We we were thinking, we were, we were, we were just shocked. We were just like, wait, is he stepping down? And then we were playing the game of, you know, wrong answers only, like, you know, who would be the next general manager? Uh I said Taryn Terrell. I heard I saw Izzy. Um, we were just we were just throwing it out there. So we were really thinking that Regal was stepping down, which is why I'm calling today's episode. Mr. Regal and Keith Lee's bait and switch. This was an absolute bait, and they played it to perfection. So that was the bait that Mr. Regal had given us. But the switch began this that last week's episode of NXT. And let's talk about that for a little bit. Because I love I actually love this call. And on top of that. You're fucking welcome, because what did I say last week? There was no need for Keith Lee to hold both belts. I personally hope he would relinquish the championship to give opportunities to another someone. And what happened? What happened? You're welcome. But let's see what uh, Mr. Weagle had to say. This is from uh, ChairShot.com, of course, where I usually uh, kind of focus on everything. Regal opens up the video call saying, welcome to NXT. Two weeks ago, the world witnessed Keith Lee ended 
Adam Cole's incredible 403-day reign and became the North American and NXT champion in what can only be described as an incredible accomplishment. Keith has asked time for time to address the NXT universe. As such, we cut over to Keith in his home with both of his title belts. Keith thanking Mr. Regal for this time. He says, it's been an incredible couple of weeks. I know how much work it takes just to get to NXT. My own journey began 15 years ago with my trainer, the late killer Tom Brooks. Brooks may be gone now, but he spoke the truth. Time, blood, sweat. It all prepares you for the opportunities that come your way. And when that opportunity struck, I became North American champion. When it struck again, I became the NXT champion. Life is about making the most of opportunities. Some may call me limitless, but I will not limit others. Make no mistake, I will defend the NXT Championship as much as I can. But at this point in time, and now he has both belts standing up. He then takes the North American Championship and lays it down. If y'all know chess, y'all know that usually if you knock over the king, you are pretty much in a losing position and you have been checkmated. I will relinquish, relinquish the NXT North American Championship. This is in an effort to make sure others have the same opportunities I have, with the caveat that as many people as possible have an opportunity to win. Regal says that is a wonderful and noble gesture, and as such, we begin a huge series of triple threat matches with the winners going on to NXT TakeOver 30 on August 22nd in a ladder match to crown a new North American champion. And that series began with Gargano, Roddy Strong, and Bronson Thick Boy Reed. Winner gets the first spot in the ladder match. I have to say, what a bait and switch. And I even, now mind you, I did not watch this episode of NXT. Y'all know I usually watch Day Of to keep everything fresh in my mind. I didn't watch AEW, I think, last night, for the, uh, last week, for the most part. I saw the opening match between Cody and Eddie Kingston, and that's about as far as I went before I was really dead tired and wanted to go to bed. But I did catch it up on it on Thursday. Don't worry, I had it. I had it down. Y'all saw it episode 230, uh, 232 uh, on Friday. I got it done. Love y'all. Um, but this, I have to say, was a proper definition of a bait and switch. And that was honestly the best way to do it. Now, now we know, um, I found out after, of course, the um, after Bronson Reed won the matchup between um, his matchup against Gargano and Strong, there will be five. So 15 competitors are in line to possibly fight for five spots to determine who will be at NXT TakeOver 30 to become the new NXT North American Champion. I have to say, this is about as big an opportunity as you can get because, and this is what I was thinking, and this is what I was talking about last week. That as much as I loved Keith Lee as a double champion, there was no way I didn't think NXT would want to have both 
belts be defended by one man. It takes away from opportunities like a Damian Priest, like a Cameron Grimes, like a Bronson Reed, a Gargano, a Strong, a, hold on, a Loomis, a Dane, a Thatcher, a Balor, a, um, who else? Who else can I think of right now? Not a Santos Escobar, because he's cruiserweight. Um, you know, there's, you know, a Dijakovic, um, you know, I mean, and this is probably the best thing that NXT could have done. Yes, Keith Lee had his moment in the sun becoming the first ever double champion, but there was no possible way you mean to tell me that we were going to actually continue to have Keith Lee defend both belts. He had his, he had his, one and only title defense with both straps on the line last week against Dominic. Uh, we talked about it last week with Dominic Dajkovic. Um, He defended it. He did what he had to do. And he can at least say he is the only man in NXT history to hold both the NXT and NXT North American Championships and defend them at least once. That is some history-making shit right there, ladies and gentlemen. So I have to say this was, this was fantastic. You know? Now we're going to see more opportunities for guys like a Bronson Reed. And speaking of Bronson Reed, Bronson Reed now begins his rise to the main event scene. I have been a fan of Bronson Reed for quite some time. Um, Ever since, honestly, the NXT Breakout Tournament. And dare I say, dare I say, NXT Breakout Tournament, can we get another one? Can we get one more? I need one more. Shit, give me two more. Can we get one for the ladies? Can we get one for tag teams? I need at least one more. Because think about who they had in the NXT breakout tournament, right? Besides Jordan Miles, and I'm not going to take away anything from him. I wish he was still in NXT because I thought he would have been a major player in this North American Championship Series had he stuck around. Honestly. I'm not saying that to be a dick. I'm not saying that to just, you know... Be that guy. I I do say I love me some I love me some ACH. Don't get it twisted. I'm a big fan of ACH. Have been since his work in New Japan about a couple of years ago. I had his quote actually written on my um written on my whiteboard. I I literally listened to that four or five times and I wrote it down the entire quote. I posted on my social media and who happened to see it? ACH and showed me love. On my Instagram, it, it's I think I still have it on my Instagram. If I can find it, I will post. I will find it, and post it on my stories over on my Instagram. It was literally one of the coolest days of my life. I thought it was. I was like, what? You know what I mean? I w- this is the one time I wish Jordan Miles was still in NXT. I mm-hmm. easily would have put him in the running to be one of those five guys to be in that match. But look at who else we got from the tournament: Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes. Isaiah Swerve Scott. Feel me? This tournament has produced some proper ass talent. And now we can add Bronson Reed to the list of guys who are now making their rise towards the main event scene. I am so happy for Bronson Reed winning this matchup. I was rooting for him the entire matchup from beginning to end. I was thinking, watching this match earlier today, my thought was, they got to give Bronson Reed this one. They got to have a they got to have a true proper dark horse in this matchup. And dare I say, NXT got it right. NXT easily got this right. 
I was so happy for Bronson, and I still am. This man, this man can go. This man has. Look at who he's facing. He had a battle with he had a battle with Karrion Cross before he lost that matchup. To date, he had. To date, he had he gave Karrion Cross his best match in NXT before he had the matchup with Dajakovic. But that's a whole different story. Actually, I actually you know what? I'll put it like this. I still say Bronson Reed's match against Karrion Cross is better than the matchup he had against Dajakovic last week. Unpopular opinion, maybe, but you know what? For my money, Bronson Reed has it. I'm I said it last year. If you, I know a lot of you guys in the uh, in the war realm weren't uh, checking for me uh, a little back then. It's a way it's a way ways back, but you can easily find the episode. Um, I believe it was like sometime in like October, November of last year. Um, hands down, this breakout tournament really has produced. Some very fine talent. Isaiah Swerve Scott, Jordan Miles, ACH, Slash, um, Cameron Grimes, Bronson Reed, Boa, and, uh, you know, Dexter Loomis was also part of this tournament, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on, let me see if I can find this tournament. I want to see if I can find it. Because the names that they, the names they brought out, the names they had for this tournament was just fucking fantastic. And I think every single one of them right now, besides one. All right. All right. So think, think about it. Jordan Miles, unfortunately, is not is no longer with us in the black and gold standard. Bo is still in the PC. Perfectly fine. Isaiah Swerve Scott. And I'll talk about him in a quick second. Um, will be compete is, is going to be going after Santos Escobar for that NXT Cruiserweight Championship. They did a little bit of a, a vignette on him. So, um, uh, yeah. So that's a that's a thumbs up. Cameron Grimes already competed for the NXT North American Championship. Joaquin Wilde, Elgato de la, Legado del Fantasma, Angel Garza, unfortunately main roster, but I wish he came back to NXT because honestly he deserves to be part of that cruiserweight division. Bring hashtag bring Angel Garza back to NXT. Dexter Loomis. Just had a bang, had a banger of a match for killing you, Dan, to open up the show this week, uh, last week. Bronson Reed, all but three, right now are in NXT and are doing quite well for themselves. May I add? This is why I say, give me one mo, give me another one, another one, another one. Give me one more of these. And this time, either do it for the ladies or do it for the tag teams. Because what we saw from that tournament right now, only if Jordan, I swear, Jordan Miles stayed in NXT, man, and with everything that was going on with the shit, you know, I understand everything he was going, had, that was going on with that, and I totally get where he was coming from. But had none of that happened and Jordan Miles was still in NXT, man, I tell you right now, he would be competing for the, in the NXT Championship Series. NXT North American Championship Series, I promise you. I promise you that right now. Had Jordan Miles, had none of this, had none of that ever happened with Jordan Miles, Miles would be competing for the NXT North American Championship. I guarantee you he would be at TakeOver 30. You know what I mean? But you have five guys right now from that tournament in some capacity competing for something major or involved in some sort of storyline in NXT right now. 
that is why the breakout tournament was perfect. And this is why I said I was a fan of the NXT breakout tournament. I still am. Give me one for the ladies. You got a ton of talent for the ladies in this tournament. I guarantee you. Guarantee you. You got some uncut you got some uncovered talent down in the PC. Just waiting to have their shot. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man, NXT, they got one. And Bronson Reed now is having his moment. He is now having his shot. And I'm, like I said, I am glad Bronson won, defeated, you know, and especially with the way the match ended. Um, the one final beat DDT um, from Gargano to Strong. This, like I said, this match was banger. Match was great. I would say this was match of the night. Easy. Um, one final beat DDT by Gargano. Goes over hand, hand over the chest of Strong. And then you see Thick Boy himself flying through the friendly skies, landing on both Strong and Gargano's hand, which took Gargano out of it. He gets the pin. He gets the victory. That was a fantastic way to end that matchup. The match itself was great. Both guys going after uh, Veronson Reed early on. Um, Gargano and Strong having that, you know, all right, we'll both go into the ring on three. One, two, nah, I'm kidding. See, I will see why I do that shit. This match was great. And Bronson Reed getting the victory? Please. Please. I can't. Oh, man. I'm so happy for Bronson Reed, y'all. I am quite quite pleased with Bronson Reed and what he is going I He is going to have a star-making moment at NXT TakeOver 30. Mark my fucking words. He will have a star-making moment at NXT TakeOver 30. Man, shit, y'all ain't, if y'all, if y'all not a Bronson Reed fan now, you better get on the bandwagon, because I've been there since freaking last year. I've been running with Bronson Reed, uh, Bronson Reed since the breakout tournament. So, either get on the bandwagon now, or wave bye-bye like Damian Lillard did in the playoffs last year, or the year before that. I'm not sure which. I'm telling you, you know, Bronson Reed's going to be a big player come um, August 22nd. I am happy for this dude, and I cannot wait to see what he does going forward. Cannot wait, because I expect a Gargano rematch sometime between now and August 22nd. We got, what, four weeks? Starting tonight? I should say starting tomorrow night. About four weeks? Yeah. I expect a Bronson Reed Johnny Gargano match between now and TakeOver 30. Just saying. I'm just going to put that out there right now. So let's get a couple quick hits in before we finish up this segment. Um, Dakota Kai, of course, talking about what happened last. Of course, what happened with EO after uh, EO defended her uh, NXT Women's Championship, putting that boot boot to the face region of Dakota uh, EO Shirai, saying, "Hi EO, it felt so good to kick you off that pedestal you put yourself in. When the taste returns to your mouth, I'll be waiting. And oh, make sure to bring that women's NXT Women's Championship with you too." EO versus Dakota. I've been saying that. See, I'm telling you, I know this shit. Like, what do I always say? If y'all fuck with, y'all been fucking with me since January, right? On WrestleAddict Radio. The one thing I've always said, follow the bouncing ball. Follow it. Context clues. We learned this in school. Funny, Funny how things I actually learned in school like 20 years ago now actually makes sense at 37 years old. And beast with a beast. At least I learned something. But seriously, all the clues were there. 
I've been telling y'all, I would love to see Dakota. I would have. That's why I said when it came to the Great American Bash, I would have liked to see Dakota versus EO for the NXT Women's Championship. But they made sense with Tegan winning the victory. But I know for that match, for the for the title reign to be proper for EO Shirai, her and Dakota gotta go. Gotta get some ring in. Because at the end of the day, your money match in this women's division is EO versus Candice. We know this. I don't know when they're going to do it, but they need to do that. But right for right now, Dakota, EO, make that. That is your takeover match. for That is your women's championship match at TakeOver 30. That is so easy. It's so easy. Even my dog can figure this out. And she's 10 and doesn't speak a lick of word. But she knows just as much as I do. Um, I will say, um, you know, of course she had a reply. Actions have consequences and you cannot undo your actions. Wednesday, I'll be seeing you. So do not be surprised if uh, EO gets one back on um, Little Miss Dakota with her cute self. I am just a man. I am merely just a man. It be like that sometimes. Um, Mercedes Martinez is now a part of the Robert Stone brand after uh, Shotzi, uh, Shotzi's victory over Aaliyah in a, in a little revenge match there. Um, Shotzi ran over Robert Stone's other foot with the tanky tank uh, as she was getting her uh, how on uh, homegirl boot from Mercedes and um, saved Robert Stone from possibly permanent damage on both feetses. <laughs> I thought it was funny as shit. That was funny as hell. Um, do, 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 do. Only Logan, uh, Timothy Thatcher, good match. Um, Timothy Thatcher doing a little sneaky, sneaky victory. Uh, caught in an arm lock and uh, holding some tights uh, on, along the way. Got the victory over there. Two for uh, Timothy, uh, zero for Oni. So ha, 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 ha. You got caught, son. Um, Robert Stone, of course, um, yelling at McKenzie because he didn't want to be, deal with no interviews. Uh, Mercedes walks by telling uh, Robert, stay seated. Listen, I need someone to handle the big matches. Look at the contracts and handle all the crap I don't care about. That way I can focus on being in the ring and hurting my opponents. Got that? Crystal clear. I'm your man. Told And she told Robert Stone this. Do not overstep your boundaries or I will make sure that both your legs stay broken. They shake hands. And now Mercedes Martinez is part of the Robert Stone brand. Which this going to be interesting given the fact that Ali is there and Robert Stone's there. And Mercedes Martinez is now going to have her in-ring debut. We'll discuss that uh, in the next segment. Uh, the last quick hit I want to go with before we get into the main event of the show. Um, Finn Balor had a little couple of words to say. Okay? And he is not one to mince words. And I think he started to get into his real rock and roller bag over from New Japan. If y'all didn't know the real rock and roller Prince Devitt, though, um, y'all need to go back. Actually, hey, get yourself some NGPW World. $8, $8 and change a month. Worth every fucking penny. Trust me, I go broke with all this shit. But, you know, the way my check-ins and savings is set up, I might have to swipe the card a little bit. If y'all know who, that, who, who said that joke, I don't even fuck with you. Um, he says, though, Keith Lee's giving out opportunities. He's giving NXT opportunities. He's giving me opportunities. At my level, I don't need charity. I, but I will take advantage that Keith is not man enough to defend the title. I will take the North American Championship. And I'm not playing games. I'll even tell you my next move. 
Dexter Loomis, Timothy Thatcher, I'm sorry for you, but your opportunity sucks because you have to deal with me. Your push just hit the ceiling. And I take over 30. North American Championship gets exactly what it needs. The Finn Rub. Mm. We'll talk about that matchup in the next segment. But let's get in. Let's end this segment on a uh, fall and pray note. Dominic Dajakovic. I, I didn't say Dajakovic. I say Dajakovic because I don't care. Um, and Karrion Cross go one on one. And I, this is literally what I wrote. Karrion Cross sent a proper message to Keith Lee. Okay. Ooh. I'm watching this episode, right? I'm watching the, I'm watching this matchup. My mom's sitting on the left seat. I'm sitting right here on the couch. I'm literally right there. We're talking, of course. I have one thing in one ear. Other ear is, is still listening to my mother as we speak. But I had a very intense stare. One I couldn't get away from. This match, though, I need one more. I need another one of these. Anytime, y'all know, y'all know me well enough to know, Big Lads Wrestling is my shit. Ever since, I think, and I will say the reason why I love Big Lads Wrestling, it was because of the progress Atlas Division before they retired the belt. Um, Literally, the Atlas Championships was strictly for guys 205 pounds and more. Now, me being 227 pounds as of this morning, as of actually yesterday morning, I didn't weigh myself this morning, I didn't have enough time, I could have been in the Atlas Division. Now, mind you, guys like Volter, Rampage Brown, Matt Riddle have held the championship. Um, who else have fought for the championship? Joe Coffey's fought for the championship. Uh, I think Travis Banks at one point fought for the title. Wolfgang has actually fought for the said championship. Um, in one of um, Volter's first few title defenses, that was fire. Um, yeah, I think Pete Dunn actually fought for the championship. No, no, he didn't. He fought for the world championship. Other, but that's neither here nor there. Um. I don't know. So I actually lost my train of thought for one second. I was just thinking about some, some Atlas shit. But getting back into it, I love big lads wrestling. Big dudes that are capable of doing some crazy ass shit. And Dajakovic and Cross can do some things. We st- of course, last week we discussed the match between Lee and Dajakovic for the uh, for the double championship. That match I thought was fantastic, and they they don't miss. This matchup though was fucking dope. I love this matchup, um, but. They, this match sent a message to Keith Lee. And it got towards the end of the matchup that we started to see what was going on. So we'll look, so let's look delve into it real quick. Um so after Dajakovic backed down Cross with elbows from all sides, Cross shoves him away. He then walks into the mule kick, a front kick, and an elbow. Dajakovic yells, time to fly, and suplex tosses Cross. Now, Cross is no small being. He can, he, he to, to throw him is a, is a wonderful feat. Um, Cross actually stands up after the suplex. Dajakovic gets the choke grip, hits the choke bomb, goes for the cover, gets a two count. Cross survives all of that. Dajakovic gritting his teeth. Uh, Chris Bale, Cross bails out. Dajakovic actually flies, hitting a uh, top, uh, what was it, what was it, Topic on Heo? It might have been Topic on Heo. It might have been something different. Um, Dajakovic drags Cross up and yells at him, you're no Keith Lee, 
Cross says, neither are you, and whips Dajakovic right into the steel steps. Uh, he rolls in, rolls back out. Chokes Dajakovic with his boot, lets up at the referee's count, and then lines him up and boots the steps, the steel steps, right onto Dajakovic's head. Hit him with a bang bang. Referee reprimanding Cross tells them to get back in the ring. Referee checks on Dajakovic. Dajakovic says, I want to fight. Cross enters the ring. Ring count continues. He then brings Dajakovic back into the ring as he is dead. Wait, and mind you, Dijakovic sold that very fucking well, may I add. Um, gets him in, uh, I believe Cross came in at nine, but they say it. Uh, he starts throwing heavy forearms on Dijakovic, literally just taking his proper time, taking the left arm, and then bam, one of those joints. Oof. Now, mind you, I, I've seen enough UFC to know what a heavy forearm and a heavy elbow looks like. That shit hurt it. <laughs> Keith Lee comes out, and this was what Cross wanted. Keith Lee glaring at Cross. Cross staring. That's when my intense stare. I'm like, yo, I like this shit. I mean, popcorn and shit. I mean, my, yeah, I eat my skinny pop. Don't judge me. Shit is banging. Dijakovic. Now, Keith Lee looks like he was about to come into the ring. Dijakovic says, no. Don't end this. He's mine. Cross continues to lay down right fucking hands. Cross letting up again and Dajakovic telling Keith to stand down. It's my call. It's on me. It's, he keeps saying it over and over. It's on me. It takes balls, man. Cross then, showing no mercy. Bang! Another right hand. Dajakovic is, is pretty much damn near out. Keith Lee, Keith Lee, this, this is why NXT book shit better than you, Vince. They don't do that. You don't have moments like this. You ain't got moments like this, bruv. You giving out big eyeballs and shit, and they're creating intense moments. Another heavy right. Keith, he shouts at Keith, no, no. Keith, call, Dr. Kobe crawls into the corner and tells Keith, what, let, let, whatever happens, happen. Just let it happen. Gets caught in the cross jacket. Cross is yelling at Keith. Look at him, Keith. Look at him. Dajakovic's out. Turning purple. Referee seen enough. Calls for the belt. If this is how we start the road to NXT TakeOver 30, ladies and gentlemen, my oh my, we are in for one hell of a ride. Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross for the NXT Championship. North American ladder match, NXT North American Championship ladder match, five-way. Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai for the Women's Championship. We still have the Tag Team Championships to worry about if we're going to be having a Tag Team title match. I don't think, I don't know if we will. And then we build the card from there. If this is how we start the road to NXT TakeOver, ladies and gentlemen, dare I say... This shouldn't surprise any of us who are NXT fans. None of us should be surprised by this. At all. This, to me personally, is status quo. This is how they approach it every time we begin the road to a takeover. Have a banger of it, have a banger strong first episode leading in the road to that. And over the next four weeks or so, however many, I guarantee you, they're not going to let up. 
If this is your first true time as an NXT fan, and as a, as a fan and as a member of the YLP movement, dare I say, strap in. This is going to be a very fun ride. And that is going to conclude last week. When we come back, we're going to talk about what's going to be going down this Wednesday night on the Black and Gold Standard. And we're going to talk about the preview from the last word on ProWrestling.com and see what they have to say about this week's episode of NXT. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Episode 234 of the YLP Podcast, talking about last week, this week. Before we get into what's going to be going down this week, this portion of your lovely YLP Podcast is brought to you by our Patreon over on patreon.com slash Radio. Now we know nowadays, 17 cents a day won't get you pretty much jack shit. Hell, 17 cents can you one of those little ass uh, things of bazooka gum you used to get when you were a kid in 7-Eleven. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you were deprived of your childhood. Um, <laughs> I try to do this for you properly, and I just that was the funniest thing I could think of. But 17 cents a day may not get you much. Uh, it's not even as much as a lick as a sip of soda at your local uh, McDonald's, but 17 cents a day can actually get you a lot if you join decide to join our Patreon. Uh, let me explain to you what you can get with just 17 cents. And let me try to do this as sales-like as possible. What if I told you, right, that you can be a part of an exclusive Patreon group chat? Right? Everybody likes exclusivity. You do. I do. Exclusivity is the new, it's to me, is a cool-ass thing. And I get to be part of an exclusive Patreon group chat where you can actually talk to, of course, all the patrons uh, that have decided to join the, the movement. And shout out to, of course, Gene, Tremaine, Mita, Big Homie Slack, although I know Ricky and King Kim for saying that out loud. Um, all love Slack on this side. No hate, no hate, man. And all the other patrons, of course, uh, being a part of the patron movement. Yeah. You get to talk to all the members of the Russell Attic Radio family. Myself, Kate, Ricky, Nate, Fred, Nance, Will. Don't forget Will. Will is the reason Ambiguous Podcast Solutions actually a thing. And much love to Mr. Will Tearshook for getting that on and popping. And yes, check that website out because it is clean around. Okay? But let's get back to talking about Patreon for a moment. Patreon, I should say. Um, yeah, you can talk to all the members of the Russell Attic Radio family. Uh, we can talk about everything, you know, wrestling, wrestling related, a lot of pro wrestling related stuff, um, celebrating victories, you know, within the community. It's a very fun conversation that you get to have. It's very fun, and it's also a fun time uh, to talk about things. Also, 17 Cents Day can get you exclusive shows that you will not be able to listen to outside of of our Patreon. You want to be able to listen to it on Russell Attic Radio programming, right? Shows like Love and War, hosted by Kate Murphy and King Ricky Rose, as they discuss 
the trials and tribulations of not being only a professional wrestling fan in the dating world, but also being a professional wrestling podcaster in the dating world. I myself, um, and, you know, and the part of that situation as well. So I can relate to that. Um, I was hooked on the first episode and have loved it ever since. Um, and if you've listened to all a few, I believe they have like, there are at least four episodes and hopefully they bring them back. Cause I, it's a really cool episode. It's a really cool show looking behind, you know, how we as professional wrestling fans try to maneuver the dating scene with that and try to go about that. And they tell some, they do tell some stories and it's some good shit. If you're looking to have some entertainment. Um, also Francis Bay five is a big thing over there. Uh, I believe French just dropped his most recent episode and I believe ultimate X was the topic, and if I'm not mistaken, Ultimate X matches with the topic of conversation. I'm sure, Fred, if you're listening to this, my dude, correct me if I'm wrong. Hit me up with a voice message and let me know if I got that wrong or not. Uh, actually, hit me up in our group chat. Um, let me know if I got that wrong or not. But I think this will be the kicker for you. How about for 17 cents a day, you would be able to use an exclusive code only for patrons that will give you 15% off Every single time you check out of one of our Teespring stores. Doesn't matter which one you're at, but get, make sure you get some of that swanky ass YLP merch for the summer and the fall. You feel me? You're welcome in advance. Um, <laughs> swanky YLP merch. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Um, but get yeah, 15% off every single time you, be, you go check out using our exclusive code. We got an exclusive code in there. I can't tell you what it is, I know the code. I could use it right now. Actually, no. Can I use it right now? Technically, I could, but I don't because that's not for me. It's for our patrons. That, I think, single-handedly is one of the biggest reasons you should be a part of the Patreon family. Patreon.com slash WrestleAddictRadio. 17 cents a day, equating to $5 a month, will get you all of that. Didn't think 17 cents a day could actually get you something exclusive now, could you? Patreon.com slash WrestleAddictRadio. Consider joining and being a member of the family today. And of course, like I always say, always accepted, never expected. But do consider joining us today. Let us get into what's going to be going down on this week's episode of the Black and Gold Standard. And of course, we rely on LastWordOnProWrestling.com every Tuesday to drop knowledge on what's going to be going down because literally it's the only fucking website that'll actually give me a preview unlike the rest of you bums. Now, I'm not even going to get into it. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. But let's see what Alex Richards, the senior editor of Last Word on Pro Wrestling, has to say about this week's episode of NXT. Following Karrion Cross's actions last week, he will face retribution from Keith Lee, who is set to address Cross tonight. Or should I say tomorrow night? Also carried over from last week, Mercedes Martinez faces Shotzi Blackheart, while we also have a triple threat match to earn a spot in the ladder match to crown a new North American champion. Let's preview the action from NXT. No, I don't want 50% off the mattress firm. No, thank you. I'll close that. Okay. So let's see what they got to talk about with Shotzi Blackheart and Mercedes Martinez. Last week, Martinez aligned herself with a Robert Stone brand and cheap shot it. Shotzi Blackheart as she was attempting to run over Stone's leg with her cool tank. This week, they meet in singles action. Expect Aaliyah to stick her nose in there and maybe set up a tag feud with Blackheart and Tegan 
Knox. And I would not be opposed about that at all. Uh, we did discuss it a little bit over on uh, the last segment. But yes, Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox are a, uh, a tag team. So I would expect Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez to possibly um, join them in some sort of feud. And fingers fucking crossed, Tegan Knox, Mercedes Martinez becomes a thing. You mean to tell me the possibility of Knox versus Martinez is there? And Martinez gets a spot on the... I wouldn't say she's... She, she might... I would say... I don't know. For your first takeover, it'd be, you know, five weeks... You know, that possibility there. Mm. Alkaline water. Didn't even get it from Costco. This is actually vital. Actually, this costs like a buck. Alkaline water, y'all. 9.5 pH balance. Um, <laughs> gets you purified... What is it? Purified water added electrolytes for taste. I drink water. I feel good when I drink it. But I definitely could see a possible tag feud with Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez and uh, Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox to be a possible something going forward. Maybe they do it at TakeOver. The possibility is there. I wouldn't mind seeing it. Um, Knox Martinez definitely would be a cool thing to set up going over the next few weeks. I would definitely like to see something like that. And you ain't going to hurt my feelings at all with that. Um, that will ele- help elevate both um, Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez uh, just a little bit and also give Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart a little bit of something to do over the next couple of weeks. Maybe they do it at TakeOver just to uh, be a filler match for the card, uh, which I'm not opposed to at all if they're not going to have a tag team title match. Uh, with appearing. And Honestly, um, they really haven't given us a proper number one contender as of yet, so I don't expect the tag team titles to be on the line um, for TakeOver when we get there on August 22nd. So I would expect maybe Knox and Martinez and Aaliyah and uh, Knox, Knox and Blackheart, my apologies, uh, to go up against Aaliyah and Martinez in a tag match at TakeOver, and we'll discuss you know what could possibly happen with that when we get to that point um, the Friday before. Or we'll do it probably... Will we do the Tuesday? Eh, we'll, see how, we'll see what it looks like. More than likely, we'll do it the Friday before. Usually, I don't like to do cross-branded things. Um, but we'll see what happens when we get there. Keith Lee addresses Karrion Cross's actions. One week ago on NXT Cross-Faced, Keith Lee's rival and friend, Dominic Dajakovic, Cross put a vicious beating on Dajakovic, who would not stay down despite clearly being outmatched. This leak, this week, my apologies, Lee will address the match as the two look to set Looks set to do battle over the NXT Championship. And I'm telling you, Cross versus the Lee is the matchup that a lot of people are going to be really torn on when it comes to their previews and predictions. I guarantee you, uh, Ricky, Kate, and Will will have a little bit of a um, little bit of a uh, argument within themselves. I expect Nate and Fretz to also do the same. Uh, Mance doesn't normally do predictions for um, pay-per-views, but I'm sure if he were, he would also be a little bit conflicted in who would win the matchup. Um, but it is clear now, Frost versus Lee is what we can expect to see at TakeOver 30 on August 22nd. And I'm going to be curious to see what Lee actually has to say about what Frost did to Dominic Dijakovic. This is going to be 
one of the more intense rivalries in NXT. Now, I will, I'm will. i going to put this out there right now so I don't forget later because I'm liable to forget. Adam Cole still is owed a rematch for the NXT Championship. Keep it in mind. Let that be a little bit of an X factor going forward over the next couple of weeks. Um, do I expect Cole to factor possibly into the decision for um, Lee vs. Cross? I don't know yet. The more we get, the more we get into the the build to take over thirty. I think we'll get an idea of what we could be thinking about. Now, mind you, he had a little run in, a little tiff with uh, Mr. Pat McAfee on his show, I believe, last week. Uh, and some people were saying it was a shoot. Some people were saying it was work. Um, by the apology, I think uh, Adam Cole uh, really just went off on dude. And McAfee uh, was saying some things that that made uh, Adam Cole feel some type of way. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs> um, but let I, I still think in my mind, Cole may be a little bit of an X-factor towards the build towards TakeOver 30. If he isn't, if he's not even present for the entirety of the build, I wouldn't expect him to factor into the decision between Cross and Lee at TakeOver 30. We continue on. Johnny Gargano versus Roderick Strong, a tried-and-true matchup that I have always enjoyed. These two were in the same triple threat match last week, but neither walked away as the winner. Their disdain for one another carried over to social media, and now they will get a chance to square off one-on-one on NXT is what is sure to be a very good match. And they're not lying either. They is not lying. They no lie on this one. I like this matchup. I believe this matchup has happened before. In NXT. And I, I mean... Two, I still wish, though, Kyle O'Reilly can come back. Kyle, we miss you. Bless you. Kyle O'Reilly, we do miss you and hope you, you are safe. You know, your, your segments with Roddy over the Dexter Loomis thing was quite hilarious. Uh, Dr. Von Wichtenberger, whatever the hell your name was, this shit was hilarious. Um, stay healthy and hopefully we see you very, very soon back in the black and gold standard. But Gargano, strong... Ain't much to say about this. This match is going to kick ass. Um, you can always expect Organa to produce a great match. You can always expect Roddy Strong to produce a great match. Um, I expect nothing less but proper banger of a match. I expect the match to be a banger. And one of the contenders for match of the fucking night. And then, of course, we have the uh, what I'm going to say is going to be the main event of the evening in which it fucking should be, the triple threat match to determine the second spot in the uh, North American Championship ladder five-way ladder match that will take place at TakeOver on August 22nd. Three of NXT's top names square off for the right. The challenge for the North American Championship. Balor is a former NXT champion and has picked up wins over a number of top NXT stars since returning to the brand. He has some very tough opposition, though, as Thatcher has come into NXT like a house on fire, first defeating Matt Riddle and sending him packing, then picking up back-to-back wins over Oni Lorcan. Loomis is a wild card in all of this, 
The eccentric performer is a very dangerous man and one that could easily outmatch his opponents in this one. An unpredictable matchup, but one that will likely have some future implications. And if you're wondering how I see it panning out, I got my money on Balor. I always have my money on Balor. Never, never, ever count out a demon. Never count out a demon. Even if he doesn't bring the demon out, you never count out a demon. And you never, ever go against a prince. And if you go after the prince, trust me, as he always says, you best not miss. As a villain myself, to some of you, I, I may be the nicest guy in the world. That's And thank you for the compliment. But I am a villain. Because I am very loud, brash, abrasive, unapologetic as fuck. But that's the Mr. YLP side. Mr. YLP gives no fucks. Zach kind of gives a fuck. But we, Mr. YLP's in the building, so y'all can shut up. I got Finn Balor winning this one. I think with a match of this caliber, with a North American champion, a vacant North American championship, you're going to need some star power. And Finn Balor needs to be part of this card. You How could you not have an NXT TakeOver without Finn Balor on the card? Seriously, how could you not have an NXT TakeOver without Finn Balor on the card will be beyond my train of thought. Because I don't know how they're going to make... If they're going to just all going to be... Now, they're saying it's all going to be triple threat matches. All right? So, expect Balor to be a part of... I'm predicting Balor to win. I'm predicting Balor to win. Um, here's the thing, though. Loomis has not lost. Loomis, I don't think, to my knowledge, has lost yet in NXT. And nor has Timothy Thatcher. I don't see Loomis getting pinned. I don't see it. I can see a same. I can see a scenario like the one we had with Reed, Gargano, and Strong, and Loomis and Thatcher possibly being a matchup that will be on the Takeover card. It looks kind of obvious in a sense when I'm looking at it. It's like one of these things is not like the other, but it's more like one of these things is going to be on the Takeover card, and the other two will also be on the card on a lower part of it. I expect Loomis and Thatcher to face off at TakeOver. I would love to see that match. Loomis versus Thatcher. That match could be something. You don't mean to tell me Loomis versus Thatcher couldn't be a possible honorable mention of the year matchup? I can. The weird, the weird, in no. Crazy eccentric Loomis with, you know, the Thatcher's catch can of um, Timothy Thatcher going one on one. Bruh, that sign me up for that right the fuck now. Sign me up for that. I'll watch that. Give me that. And then put Balor in the North American Championship ladder match because I think he honestly deserves it and he was gunning for it before Lee and Cole had their thing. Expect Valor to win the matchup and expect Lewis and Thatcher to begin a little feud heading into TakeOver 30 on August 22nd. And that, ladies and gentlemen, 
is going to conclude episode 234 of the YLB podcast. I'm trying to make it a little, little bit, you know, less time. I, I know you got things to do. It's understandable. We're trying it out. We're trying. We're getting there, taking our time and learning. All right. But when we come back, though, we're going to close out the show in proper YLP fashion and get you ready for episode 235 of the YLP podcast. Stay tuned. And of course, we'll be right back. Well, guys, that's going to be it for episode 234 of the YLP podcast. As always, I want to thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day, your night, your afternoon, wherever you may be, wherever you are. Hey, look, world! Thank you guys so much for checking out this episode of the podcast. As always, I greatly and truly appreciate it. If you have any thoughts, opinions, comments, maybe I missed something from this week's episode of last week, this week. Maybe you want to talk about something that you liked from last week's episode and what you're expecting going forward. Maybe you want to give me some picks of who you think. Maybe the second to fifth participants in the ladder match can do that as well. Doesn't matter what it is, because I want you to sound off. And let your voice be heard. Send me a voice message over on anchor.fm slash young lions perspective or anchor.fm slash wrestle addict radio. If you want to leave a comment over on ambiguous podcast by all means do so. Share the love. Let me know what you're thinking. Over on the uh, wrestle addict radio side of things, make sure you put YLP in your title so that I know. That you're talking to me personally, and if I like what you bring into the table, I'll no problem featuring it on a future episode of the YLP Podcast. Of course, if you enjoyed this episode, do not hesitate to tell a friend to tell a friend about the YLP Podcast. Share this episode across all of your social media, Instagrams, the Facebooks, the Twitters, Gab, Parlor, LinkedIn, Tinder, I don't care what you use. Don't matter to me. Come in, matter to me. Okay? Send it through your DMs, send it through a text message, Facebook Messenger, however you get the point across. Send it. Spread the word that the YLP movement is here. We'll be on it and we spread it like wildfire because in these unprecedented times, we hear WrestleMania Radio want to make sure that you find solace and listen to us every single day and every single week. Without question, no questions asked without a doubt, 100% pure happiness. Because okay. the YLP Podcast, Kings of Rings Podcast, Game Changer Podcast, and the Lecture of Angel we here at WrestleMania Radio not only want to be the cure for the common wrestling podcast, but we want to be 100% then, now, and forever the alternative for professional wrestling podcast, and that we are here to stay. Now, I know most of y'all do not have the Anchor app or don't check out the episode on ambiguouspodcastlucious.com. That doesn't hurt my feelings one bit. I understand. 100%. A lot of people across the board have other platforms they use to listen to their podcasts on a daily basis. That's perfectly fine with me. But if you're thinking that WrestleMania Radio is just literally a two-trick pony, my friend, you're sadly mistaken. 
thanks to the wonderful technology that Anchor.fm brings to the table, you can find this podcast, Kings of the Rings podcast, the Game Changer podcast, and of course, the Delight Show with Mitch Bell across several different platforms, including Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Podcast Addict, Player FM, Podbean, Castbox FM, Overcast, Radio Public, Stitcher Radio, and of course, that good old Spotify fam. Search for the YLP Podcast, the Kings of the Rings Podcast, the Game Changer Podcast, and the Delight Show with Van Chappelle. Across all these different platforms, you should have no problem finding us whatsoever. If you want to stay up to date with everything that's going on with the YLP Podcast, make sure you follow me on all my social media. I got social media. I use it, kind of, more often than I usually would. But if you want to follow me over there to stay up to everything that's going on, you can check me out on Twitter. Follow me over there at Swain Senator War. That's S-U-E-D-E, S-E-N-A-T-O-R, capital W, capital A, capital R. I do live tweeting for AEW Dynamite every single Wednesday night. Unless I have a prior engagement to attend to, then unfortunately that will not be the day I do that. Every Friday night, I live tweet for SmackDown Live. Well, of course, if I have a prior engagement to attend to, it beats what it beats. But more often than not, I'm doing live tweeting for SmackDown Live. I do live tweeting for every WWE live pay-per-view. And y'all know what that means. SummerSlam is just around the corner. And if they put that bitch on a cruise ship, that is going to be some wild-ass shit. I guarantee fucking tea. But I will be live tweeting for SummerSlam on August 23rd. Because I can. I do it for the people. And I love y'all. Um, <laughs> I really do, though. Um, I will be doing, of course, a live tweet for every AEW live pay-per-view. And as soon as we find out what's going on with All Out, I will pass on that information. Of course, you'll know before probably I do anything, but once we know the actual date of All Out, I will be live tweeting for All Out whenever that decides to go down. Of course, every NXT and NXT UK TakeOver special, and y'all know that means NXT TakeOver 30, that will be going down August 22nd. I will be live tweeting for that without a problem. That should look, that should mean to be a fantastic event, as well as NXT UK TakeOver Dublin, that As far as I know, it's still going down in October. Hopefully, that's the case. And if it is, then man, oh man, oh man, it'll be good to see some NXT UK come back into our existences, okay? And also, y'all know NJBW is back. They just had their Summer Struggle card. Um, It's hard to keep up with New Japan sometimes. But when I do have the time to live tweet some New Japan when it's 3.30 in the morning, I waking up because I had to go to the bathroom and I can't unfortunately go back to sleep on the weekends. I do live tweeting for New Japan Pro Wrestling as well. If you want to stay up to date with everything that's going on with me over on my Instagram, I can be followed over there at young underscore lions underscore perspective. Memes, in case you missed it, updates, breaking news, 60 second thought videos, memes, memes, and more memes. Trust, seriously, not fronting. I want your memes. Send me your memes. Send me your best wrestling memes. If I like them, I'm putting them on my Instagram page. You're getting a shout out. You're getting tagged. 
and you can say that you are part of the YLB movement in mass. Okay, like I said, I want memes, but I want real good, top quality memes. Not none of that frou frou shit. I want top quality professional wrestling memes. I know you can do it. I believe in you. I believe, in you. even if no one else does, I believe that you can produce some top quality, funny ass professional wrestling memes. Like I said, if I like it, it's going on my Instagram page. I want to create that for you guys. I want to, you know, get, you know, I want to show the love. I want to spread the love. I want to show the love out there. Okay? Spread the love. Show love to those who, who, who do great. All right? So, send me your memes. If I like them, it's going on my page, all right? Also, if you want to follow me over on Facebook, and I'm surprised, literally, that I still have a fucking Facebook, um, you can follow me over there. Literally, you can. Uh, just search for Young Lions Perspective Podcast, okay? Uh, like the page, follow the page, share share it with your friends. Uh, last time I checked, I still have over 100 followers on the page, and I want to say thank you guys so much for showing all that all kinds of love. Let's get that to 200 before the end of the year. Why the fuck not? All of my Instagram posts and stories actually go over to my Facebook. So when you're getting Instagram posts, you're also getting the same thing over on the Facebook. So they're intertwined with each other. Makes for a beautiful thing. Why the hell not? Beautiful thing. Again, Young Lions Perspective Podcast. Let me make sure you look over to the judges to ensure I fulfilled all my obligations for today's episode. And I'm literally looking at the Luxembourg judge. And we're good to go on that. So, this coming Friday, y'all know what that means. We are not only kicking off the weekend in proper wild fashion. We are going to light the fuse and talk about what is going to be going, what went down well, or should I say, what will be going down tomorrow night on AEW Dynamite? One of my favorite ways to end the week in proper fashion and get you prepared for the weekend ahead. Always a good time. Always fun. Always good to talk about AEW stuff. And, uh, yeah, always good times. Other than that, guys, it's Tuesday. Um, if you're going to watch AEW Dark, as of right now, it is 7 p.m. on my my watch. So, um, if you're going to watch that, enjoy that. Other than that, guys... Um, shout out to the, uh, I pray for the Miami Marlins. Hopefully they get their season back in order with the coronavirus cases going on. Um, I know a, a few things. Uh, Miami Marlins games have been postponed through Sunday. Their series with Baltimore is done. Uh, it's pretty much kaput. And Washington in Miami have been kaput. Um, Yankees Phillies, uh, the home and home series that we were going to have as a Phillies fan, I'm kind of perturbed. Um, that's four games out the window that will not be happening whatsoever. And if you're a Yankee, for all you Yankees fans out there, the Yankees will be going to Baltimore uh, tomorrow and Wednesday. I just saw it on MLB uh, tonight. Um, they will be playing a two-game set in Baltimore. So for all you Yankees fans, get ready to watch the Yankees play the Orioles. Other than that, guys, enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy your Tuesday night. And I'll see you guys right back here this Friday night to kick off your weekend in proper style with episode 235. Of the YLP Podcast. See ya! This has been a Wrestle Attic Radio branded podcast.